The future of radio. 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 I feel like I'm sitting in a big sloppy wet mess. That sounds wrong. I know it, I know it does, but I mean... I, f- I feel the same. I am freezing I'm right now. Freezing and I'm soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's lovely. Welcome to Oregon. Yay! <laughs> uh, this is uh, Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. So, uh, yeah, we um, both on the way down here uh, got caught in... Like a co- like torrential downpour. Yes, a freezing, ice cold torrential downpour. Like not snow, but it was it's cold, but just enough for the water to you know almost be freezing, but yeah. not quite. Mm-hmm. No, just just enough to make you wet and not like you know bounce off like snow mm-hmm. would. No, I was because uh, when I left the house, it was perfectly clear, and I thought it was going to be fine. Same story over here. Yeah, and then like five minutes into it, all of a sudden it starts sprinkling a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, I better start pedaling faster so I can get down there. No, they, I couldn't go fast enough and just t- like poured down. And then, of course, all the gutters filled up, so I rode, rode through those too. So my feet are completely soaked. My pants are soaked clear all the way through. And this was like two hours ago too, and we're yeah. both, like both of our clothes are still drenched. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really need to start remembering to bring ski pants. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing that. I have to. I don't have any ski pants. I'm just going to have to go for it. But I mean, like, usually I, I would have gotten here faster if I had my bike, but since I left it after Friday's show. Yeah. So my, my bike stayed the um, the weekend over at the studio. Yeah, and I, I came down and actually got mine this morning. Mm-hmm. But uh, Well, no, I just wanted to walk because, like, the same story. As soon as when I was leaving my house, I was I left at, like, um, 10 to 1 because we were meeting at 1.30. I'm like, you know, last time I walked, I know it took 35 minutes. I will totally, you know, be there in time. Start walking, and then as I'm about, you know, like, 15 blocks away from my house like right smack dab in the middle of basically where I wanted to go in my house mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the torrential downpour started and then all of a sudden I started sneezing and then it felt like my cold <laughs> was coming back I'm like fuck and you're at the point of no return so you can't Ex- go back exactly yeah. there's no going back there's no uh-huh. going forward I'm like well I guess I'm gonna have to wait for the bus and then waited for the bus which is supposed to be every 15 minutes and then it's just like you know I called the TriMet tracker and you know I'm looking at I type in like the number for the bus stop and it's just like your next bus will arrive in 24 minutes <laughs> and it's in the middle of the day on a Monday I'm like Shouldn't they? Aren't they supposed to run like every ten to fifteen minutes? Like, didn't yeah, they used to? That's. I think that they are supposed to run every fifteen yeah. minutes, especially on the major bus lines. Um, no, this is like a, a main thoroughfare, and like it was like twenty four, like twenty three or twenty four, and it's like, and the next one is thirty seven minutes. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, I'm stuck in the rain. I guess I'm just gonna have to keep walking, and then you know, hope to kill fifteen minutes walking, you know, down toward the studio, and uh, then pick up my bus. So basically, I paid my bus fare for about ten blocks, but it was totally that's worth, worth it. it. Absolutely totally worth, it. worth it. No, I, I. Would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I just thought I could outpedal everything, and no, that just made it worse. So yeah, we're soaked. Yes, we are a couple of wet people. And then we tried um, to go to a place with a fireplace to try and dry off our clothes, and now we just smell like campfire. Yeah, because the entire place was filled with smoke. Obviously, mm-hmm. they, they don't. I don't think they have very good ventilation for their no. fireplace. <laughs> so yeah, we smell like we. I feel like I've been camping or something, and it was just raining while I was camping. I was just soggy and campfire smelling. That's yeah, what, that is what is going on. Right yep. In here. And now I'm drinking a little bit of whiskey, and now I really do feel like I'm camping. Honestly, it's making my yeah. throat feel a little better. Yeah. So uh, and this is uh, courtesy of Kenny B who Thank brought it, Kenny B brought this in for us on Friday. Yeah, we still have. Uh, an enormous amount of that left because mm-hmm. we were actually pretty good. Like, did have a few drinks, but mm-hmm. didn't take it too out of control because we were going to uh, see the Sklar Brothers last Friday. Yes, after our anniversary episode. And so we didn't want to, you know, just get completely sloshed on the show and mm-hmm. then be worthless by the by the time we went to that thing. So, so yeah, I mean, we took it pretty easy, and um, it was uh, it was well worth it because it was awesome. It was really, really cool. So, uh, so yeah, we went to Helium on Friday night and saw the Sklar Brothers and, and saw their show, which was great. Oh, and and we need to say. Um, 
hello to to a couple of the listeners that we yes. we met there. And there was uh, somebody, a, a guy came up and handed us. Actually, it was kind of funny. When we walked in the front door, I thought um, the guy at the bottom of the stairs was who we got the tickets from because I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, yeah, hey, we're here with Fun Employment Radio. He's like, oh, I'm just standing here. Uh, I don't. He's like, he's like, no, I'm just <laughs> waiting like to go up to the, the stairs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. But he's like, yeah, but I'm a huge fan. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm, I feel like <laughs> a complete Greg jackass. Cause he I'm just like, blurts <laughs> it to people. He's like, hi, I'm with Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. Hi, I'm with Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I, know, I, f- I felt like an asshole. You sound like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I totally did. But I, I just, just, I don't know. Like, uh, where's my ticket, I've please? totally done that before, too. Like, or I, I do that at stores sometimes mm-hmm. where it looks like somebody works there. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, excuse me, can you, know, can you tell me where I could find this? And they'll just kind of look at you and be like, I don't work here. I'm like, uh, sorry, yeah. you're wearing... Sorry. And, like, they'll have a name tag on or something. They're like, no, I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I, I saw a name tag. I didn't realize that it was a name tag for a different business and you're standing here looking like you're stalking things. <laughs> well, that that does always confuse me, though, in the grocery store. There's people that stock it, but they, they're not affiliated with the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that always screws me up. No. And then I feel like a jerk then too. <laughs> Well, because I thought he was the guy. Our tickets were under Fun Employment Radio. That's yeah. why I was saying it. But so um, they were very accommodating. Thank you, Helium Comedy Club. We had a yes, great time. A fantastic time there. And uh, but it, that guy later on ended up uh, just walking up and handing some money and wanted to buy us a couple of drinks, which was really cool. And I'm I'm sorry, I don't think I got your name. And I'm sorry, and made us look really cool in front of the Sklar Brothers. So thank you, dude. Yeah, seriously. I was like, that was awesome. It was the best timing ever. It like, <laughs> really this was. Is, like the coolest thing ever because it doesn't you know happen very often. So it mm-hmm. was like, but like the whole like timing of it was divine. It was very it was cool. Incredible. <laughs> and uh, also wanted to say hi to Robert, who was sitting in front of us. Yes. Um, at the show as well. So yeah, yeah, it was that cool. Sh- that was really fun. So like, there was a there were a couple comedians that opened before the Sklar Brothers. One of them is a local guy named Ron Funches, mm-hmm. who is fucking hilarious. His delivery style is so weird. He, I mean. He seems like he's just stoned out of his mind. No, and his timing um, is like nothing I've ever heard. Like it's very staccato. Yeah, but it works. It's it's you know. I don't see, and I wouldn't think that that kind of timing would work, but he makes it work perfectly. Like, oh yeah, it's something completely unique to him. I don't think I've ever seen anyone with that kind of delivery. No, I've seen him um, open because he opens for a lot of the national, um, you know, acts that come through. Because he's a yeah, he's a local comedian, very cool guy. He actually, we're gonna have him on the show at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I mean, and it's it's really neat to watch him from show to show too because he changes. Because a lot of times, you know, there are comedians. Who just never change any of their jokes, right? You know, right. but he Same kind of he, his jokes kind of evolve. Like some of them will be similar, but then they'll be different from the last time. Uh-huh. Like how the Sklar Brothers were talking about how they kind of evolve jokes, right? Yeah, over yeah, time. test them out and see how yeah. they work. Yeah, and they were just awesome and hilarious. Oh yeah, they were spot on. I mean, you know, everything you'd expect mm-hmm. from a show with them. And then uh, afterwards, we went out uh, for some drinks with them too, which was well, really cool. We just thought that we, they wanted to have like a courtesy drink with us. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like. I'm just like, oh, well, they don't, because we had brought some friends, and we're like, all right, well, you know, they probably, I'm like, don't get your hopes up, you know, they probably Yeah, they're probably busy, I mean, you know, yeah. they have probably all kinds of people they need to be talking to and stuff, but, yeah. but now they, they went out with us. And so we so. were there, and like, we saw Randy and Jason, and they're just like, hey, and we're like, oh, hey, do you guys want to grab a quick drink here? And they're like, nah, let's just show us some bars around Portland. We're yeah. Like, Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So we just go on like a walking tour with the Sklar yeah. Brothers. Go to um this one of these bars that has like a big outside patio, uh-huh. and of course they're immediately recognized. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. I'm like, cause I've never really hung out with a lot of, um, you know, like recognizable celebrities. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Like everyone was just like, as, as we were sitting there longer and longer, like more and more people were like whispering and like pointing and uh-huh. staring. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> it was. It was. It was funny. Yeah. Just to just to see what that's like. Mm-hmm. You know, to go out and be recognized everywhere. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Then went with. Uh. Yeah. Went to a couple of bars with them. And hung out and I don't know. It was really cool. It yeah. was. It was quite surreal. Yeah. And they are very very cool guys. They are exactly as they sound. No. Honestly. Like just humble, cool, nice. All around. And just really, um, I don't know, I was 
just surprised at the, you know, like the great conversations. I mean, not surprised, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, there's like, so tell us a little, you know, because sometimes you meet people and it's just like, this is me, 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 me. Yeah. And they were like asking me questions. I'm like, why? Randy Sklar, I don't understand why you would care about this, but I would love to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. And um, I don't know, I was asking them all kinds of work questions too, just getting their advice, and they were very happy to answer it. And, and Kenny B was hilarious cool. too. Yeah, yes. At the end of the night, Kenny, Kenny B was a little starstruck. No, and at the end of the night, Kenny B looked at Greg and I, and he gave us both high fives, and he just goes, that was an epic night, guys. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, like, away. I felt like it was in like can't hardly wait. Like when, the, <laughs> like when the, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say this, Kenny, but you know it. You're when the nerds come to like uh-huh. you know like the party and there's like this is the greatest night ever. <laughs> like I have never seen him more excited looking. Yeah. Like, that was an epic night. <laughs> and then kind of wandered off. I'm like, I love you, Kenny. <laughs> it was cool. It was it was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, yeah, so I mean, I did that, and then I don't know. I feel like I've had like four weekends in one. Just uh, yeah, because you weekend. went out of town, didn't you? Yeah, I um, I mean, I wasn't feeling very good on Saturday. I, I'm still kind of getting over being sick and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but um, you and me both, sir. Yeah, so I, I wasn't feeling the greatest, but it was my buddy Nate. It's his. It's not his birthday over this weekend. It's it's tomorrow, actually. I think it is. But uh, he was going to Seaside, and he got a big hotel room over there, and um, was hanging out over there, and and invited me over, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm getting out of town. I'm gonna go. Do it. Yeah. So uh, so I went over there. And of course, it was pouring down rain in Seaside too. Um, but yeah, we we got the ho- got a hotel room. Um, you know, walked around, went to a couple of bars in Seaside, which. Everybody was really nice too. I gotta say, mm. like the the service and the bartenders at all these places were just like talkative and nice, friendly. Like it was it was really cool. I love Oregon coastal towns. Yeah, I, I mean everybody just was just there. like, yeah. What are you guys up to? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, we got hotel room stuff back, and like, and we told the one of the bartenders we were talking to him. We're like, yeah, we're probably gonna go back to the hotel room. I don't. Somehow we said we forgot shot glasses and cards or something. He's like, oh, well here, and just like pulled out a deck of cards and gave us some shot glasses. Like, ah, oh, there you go. That's fine. That is like, awesome. Okay. Cool, dude. Thank you. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. So so we went back to the hotel room, and they had a uh, 24-hour pool, hot tub, sauna, and steam room. So, <laughs> which I... Were you at a bathhouse, Greg? No, it wasn't a bathhouse. Uh-huh. It was at a real hotel, but we were like... Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> we did, you know, of course, we'd had a few drinks and decided to go down there and hang out at the pool. I don't care. I mean, it was... I had a good time. No, I, I love anything like a oh, hotel yeah. with a pool. Uh-huh. Was it covered? Yep, indoors, heated, all of it. So, I mean, it was perfect because it was so cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. Um, just hanging out in there and then, you know, go back, have some more drinks, go back to the pool. I don't know. It was a really good time. Uh, so, uh, so did that. That but, sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. The drive over there was pretty miserable just because it was so dark and rainy. Mm-hmm. Like that, Oh, God, that's a terrifying drive, too. It's really windy. Uh-huh. Yeah, all the coastal roads are really kind of, yeah, I don't know. They make me nervous at night. Oh, they make me nervous during the day. I just don't like driving, like, down mm-hmm. a lot of, like, crazy, windy roads. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much what they are, random mountain roads. But it was it was cool. Awesome. Yes. So it was just Would, Saturday night? That was just Saturday night, cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. On Saturday, I ended up, of course, uh, watching some episodes of Monk after <laughs> after uh, Your Friday new night. obsession. I'm, with my new obsession, I was watching some Monk and then ended up meeting uh, some of my friends downtown uh, for a happy hour because they were... You know, some fine establishments downtown, um, mm-hmm. besides, you know, the best one, Cassidy's Bar and Grill. Obviously. Of course. But, um, so we went down to another establishment where my friend had, uh, um, like a gift certificate for mm-hmm. that she needed to use, and we're just like, well, screw it, you know, we'll go have a couple beers and go there. It was super busy, but ended up getting a table, and then, um, went there, and then ended up kind of go- wandering around downtown in the rain, because it was, you know, like, torrential downtown. It was pouring here, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, went there, uh, ended up going to a bar, 
uh, in downtown actually met a listener too. Oh, cool. Named Ray. Hi, Ray. Hello, Ray. And he was talking, he was trying to describe our podcast to his coworker, and he's like, you know that, that podcast I listen to where they drink and swear a lot? And the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, that's her. And the guy's like, oh, okay, dude, hi. I'm like, <laughs> Hi, I feel like a jackass. I wonder if that's how a lot of people describe our podcast to their friends. You know, the one I was to where they where they swear and drink. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Kind of that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and then just ended up uh, kind of taking it easy later on the night. Watched some um, caught up on Boardwalk Empire and Dexter, mm. which are both getting really good. You were totally right about Dexter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't watched last night's episode, but I watched uh, the previous weeks. Yeah, I didn't watch all of the previous weeks yet. Yeah, but uh, basically, yes, you were right with your guests. I, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I kind of thought that's where it was going to go. And then I, I've, I'm not caught up on Boardwalk Empire. I just started watching some more today, but I'm a couple episodes back. I like how they're like unraveling like Nucky Thompson's personality. Yeah, like all the different facets to it. Uh-huh. Like every episode, you know, because he's so like dapper and like put together at the first one. You kind of mm-hmm. see not quite the unraveling, but the like behind yeah, the s- the behind the scenes of like what kind of made him the man that he is. Yeah, why everybody respects him and why everybody's you know afraid of him and pays him. And yes, and what he has to sacrifice in order to get that respect. Uh huh. Like it's it's fascinating. Yeah, it's cool. I love that show. Yeah, it's so good. I just like the involvement of like Al Capone and Lucky Luciano. And I know so, you do. I know. I say that all the gangster stuff. The gangster stuff. <laughs> um. Well, then after, yeah, and then got some sleep on Saturday and then woke up yesterday morning and ended up going and watching some football. Some football. Football Sunday. <laughs> Sunday football. And, dude, it, so I went to this, like, trashy bar. It was uh, down the street from my friend's house. And they have, like, all these, like, multiple TVs playing all the different games. There were, like, four games going on at the same time. And they were all, you know, like, these giant flat screen TVs stacked on top of each other. And it was kind of cool because they had, like, labels for what game was going on at what time and oh, what cool. screen it was on. But then, like... <laughs> it was such a shit show of people. So basically, this place I was at, they serve their breakfast on paper plates. Really? They don't have plates? Which was a little weird. That's a little weird. Paper plates. Not the classiest Wow. Yeah. I mean, you can't spring for some just can't, cheap plates to... Uh, can't spring for a dishwasher, maybe? Yeah. Um, it so seems like over time, that would be even more efficient to have real plates yeah. and a dishwasher. But no. I do okay. not know. All right. So, so it was there. And then every once in a while... So the, there were two weird things that happened. So I would be sitting there watching the TV, and all of a sudden we'd be sitting there, and I'd hear this, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, and nothing would be happening on four of the screens, but there was this lone New Orleans Saints fan in the corner. <laughs> nobody was sitting around him. Everyone was crammed into one part of the bar because nobody wanted to sit around him. He's sitting in the separate part of the bar, all these empty tables around him with his laptop, his fucking Mardi Gras beads, and his <laughs> oh, really? Saints <laughs> shirt, just staring at his laptop. Every time something would happen, he'd be like, yeah! Yeah! Did you like, have a Houdat shirt on? No, he had, it was just, I don't know, it was one of the jerseys. Okay. But he was wearing multiple, like, beads and stuff. Just sitting there staring, screaming at his laptop by himself. Nobody wanted to um, come near him. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is as weird as it's going to get. And then in walk the Michael Vick fans. Oh, what do you mean? Which, what? I mean, there um, there were these, so there was two, like, enormous dudes sitting next to us. And I noticed, I'm like, that looks, I'm like, number seven. I'm like, is that, is that who I think it is? And uh, my friend's like, oh, yeah, that's actually wearing a Vic jersey. And so, so I was like, okay, I've got to get a fucking picture of this. I have to. And it was kind of hard because it was just this guy who's this – let me just say he looks like one, of the, he was like one of the toughest, biggest, like, black guys I've ever seen in my life. And he had, okay. um, and he had a friend who was wearing um, a Dolphins jersey. Okay. And so they were sitting there, and I'm just like, I just – you know – I then they look kind of you know a little scrappy. I'm like I just need to get a picture of this. And my friend's like, be careful, dude. I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to secretly <laughs> take a picture of, of you know Ooh, the Michael Vick jersey. Nerve. 
So I tried to, couldn't get it, couldn't get it, and I'm like, damn it. So I went outside to have a cigarette, and then all of a sudden this woman walks in, and I see a number seven on her shirt. I'm like, oh, my God, is it another Michael Vick jersey? And sure, she, she goes in and sits right next to her boyfriend, who's the other Michael Vick guy. So the two Michael Vick jersey-wearing people are sitting next to each other. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get a picture of this. So I totally <laughs> went ninja style and had to, like, I snuck behind them and ended up taking a picture, which I actually posted on my Facebook page. But, um yeah, they were pretty scared. Like I would, I don't. Nobody would have fucked with them with their jerseys because they were just, you know, pretty intimidating. Like especially, particularly yeah. the woman. Like she was just. I, I actually made eye contact with her once. I'm like, oh my god. Uh oh. Yeah, and then um, yeah, I was with my friend Shantos, and he's just like, dude, I wouldn't try and take a picture of you. I'm like, I can't not take a picture of two people wearing matching Michael Vick jerseys. <laughs> watching that together. I'm like, the balls that it takes to do that. Yeah, Portland's not a good place to wear a Michael Vick jersey. Mm-mm. I will say that. Um, that. Uh, that takes a lot of something, mm-hmm. yeah, to wear that out with their matching jerseys. Matching jerseys, and there's lots of other Eagles players they could buy oh, jerseys yeah. of. And I, yeah, and I don't mind the Eagles. I have many friends who are big fans of the mm-hmm. Eagles, but I don't know. It was just really surreal to see like two people wearing a Michael Vick jersey. And then I took, <laughs> wow. you know, I took a picture and put it on my Facebook, and you know, immediately there were like 30 comments about back and forth about like, well, he's you know suffered for what he's done, and he's paid it back. But other people were like, fuck him, he's an animal abuser, and just like. That's just like kind of a dividing line. Yeah, yeah. That's it's quite a controversial thing to wear mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. So did that, and then went to a three-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> a three-year-old's birthday party? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't that a bit young? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So went there, and um, yeah, it was my friend Lisa's daughter Olivia's birthday party, and so went there, watched more football, <laughs> and uh, just ate a whole bunch of food. I just I felt sick last night because I just ate like six um, like. There were mini ones, but like red velvet cupcakes and like enchiladas oh. and like chips with ranch. I just felt so oh, wow. gross. Yeah, and so I was laying there last night like, oh. I've yeah. eaten too much. I've eaten too much. Yes, I went from a crazy people at a um, football bar to a three-year-old's birthday party singing <laughs> happy birthday. And, and then I got her a makeup kit, which was hilarious because I just wanted to see like how much she could destroy things. And like she got out her makeup and she looked like she was wearing war paint. She kept like putting like black eyeshadow like all over her face. There's smudges everywhere, like lipstick on her forehead. I'm like, you were the <laughs> cutest thing ever. I love it. And her mom's just kind of smiling like, thanks, Sarah. Thanks. <laughs> like, Guess who gets to clean that up and deal with this now? <laughs> I'm crazy Auntie Sarah. I get to give her <laughs> all the things she She's shouldn't just have. giving her a bag of candy or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Indeed. Well, did you do anything last night? Um, did you well, watch I- any football? Uh, I did watch a little, yeah, I did watch some football yesterday, uh, and then I also, um, I watched, well, I, a couple of things happened yesterday. One, I watched The the Walking Dead, which I hadn't seen yet. I watched one episode of that, actually, yesterday as well. I ended up watching both. Really? Because I, I watched the first one, and um, I was just like, eh, everybody's talking about this, whatever. You know, I'm not a huge zombie person, but I do like apocalyptic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was like, well, you know, I'll give it a shot. Everybody's saying this is so great. And it was. It was mm. really, really good, actually. Um, I liked it. And so I liked it enough that I was like, okay, I'm going to watch the second episode when it, when it comes on later on tonight. Yeah. Um, but in between that, though, so I watched, watched that first one earlier in the afternoon. It was probably about 7 o'clock last night. And I'm sitting at my house, and I start hearing what sounds like somebody yelling really loud. It sounds like a woman yelling really loud out on the street, which is not that uncommon in my neighborhood. <laughs> in between, between like talking about, kids Greg. walking around or meth heads yelling at each other. You know, I, I need to give it a few listens before it concerns me. Um, but I started listening and it wasn't stopping. And then I, I realized what it is. And it's this woman uh, screaming, help. And it sounds like a younger girl, and she's like, help me, help me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Does and it turn out okay? And she's crying. Yes, it okay, turns okay, out okay. okay. okay it okay. turns out okay. 
Um, yeah. If it didn't, I probably wouldn't even tell the story. Yeah. But I, but at that moment, I'm like, holy shit! Like she's really screaming help. Uh, and so I, I threw my shoes on and I go running out and I'm trying to figure out you know where it's coming from and I realize it's coming from around the corner and I'm running down the sidewalk and at the same time I can see like one of my other neighbors from down the street running the other way and there's this uh, girl she looked. I mean, she looked probably like she was like 16 or 17 or something like that. She looked really young. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure, but very young. And um, she's standing on the sidewalk and she's screaming and crying and he- yelling out, help me, please help me. And so I'm like, oh, oh shit, what is going on yeah. here? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm running down there. My other neighbor's coming out and um, we're like, what's happening? What What's going on? And she's just, you know, hysterical. And then I see this little, um, I see this animal like darting around like it was a little black dog darting around kind of you know and it was dark out uh-huh. there's no little street lights there and i'm like okay that's weird maybe that's just her dog what she was screaming about was apparently her dog had jumped out of the car or she had stopped the dog ran away and so she was screaming for people to come help catch her dog oh wow which that was what she was screaming that's what she was screaming about i mean seriously i thought she was getting raped or something like i thought something really bad had happened by the way she was screaming and yelling help like that um i was i was like something terrible but uh, you know that would have terrified me me too i mean it's that's scary to lose your dog but it is but it's the dog it's like she's not in mortal danger you know and when i realized that i'm like are you serious yeah like this is how you're screaming and let alone you know that's not how you catch a dog by screaming and yelling help that usually doesn't calm a dog down to relax Mm -hmm. um but you know once i realized that and i got over like seriously you're screaming like this over the dog uh what she wanted was help to catch the dog. Yeah. And um, so me and my neighbor are trying to like coax this dog over. And it was a, it was kind of a little bastard. I mean, it was it was just <laughs> what like kind of a dog was it? It was like a little black dog. And I don't know what kind it is. Like maybe some kind of like a terrier ish thing, okay. like a little yipper dog type of dog. Well, it didn't make any noise. It was just and it was clearly a puppy uh, or like really young. And it was just zipping just, around. I mean, fast as hell, like and running down the street. And it was scary because it was just sprinting down the street and it's this tiny little black dog and there's no way you can see it yeah. if you were in a car. Like I, I don't know how anyone would see it. Um, and it's sprinting around and she, she though is not helping at all by screaming at this thing. And um, so my neighbor and I try to coax it and, and I tried to like get a little close to it and I was thinking about maybe making a jump for it and trying to grab it. Mm. And then it takes off and it runs uh, down the major street that's right next to my house. Oh, and I'm, so she, this girl's running around like, please come help. And so I'm, I'm following along and, and I just kept telling him like, you need to calm down. You, you can't yell like that. Like he's not going to stop. You need to calm down and just, you know, quietly talk to him because he's, he's not going to stop if you're screaming mm. hysterically. And so I'm trying to get her to calm down, but we're chasing this dog down and he does, he runs right down the middle of the street in, I mean, and it's dark out and there's cars going and he just barely misses getting hit and like dashes back over. And so this went on for probably about a half hour, 40 minutes of that. And then she got a hold of her aunt. Apparently it was her aunt's dog. And I guess her aunt's, her aunt's dog had just died. And this was the new dog they had gotten the week before. Oh, Lord. So she's freaking out about that. You know, and I can understand being upset. Yeah. Um, and then we're, we're trying to catch it. But I, I never caught it at all. I mean, and so eventually the aunt showed up in her car. And try, then she was more concerned about calming the girl down. And they kind of just took off looking for the dog. And at that point, my neighbor and I are like, eh, I don't really know what we can do here. We're, I mean, you know, we tried. Yeah. So, so that was the end of it. But I mean, it that that whole thing went on for about an hour and a half. 
But you, but you did say at the end they did get the dog? I honestly don't know. Ooh. I honestly don't know. I mean, it seemed like it because they all stopped like several blocks down and it looked like something was going on, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, at that point, there was nothing I could do except for, you know, wait around because they had enough people. Uh, no, that's all like, you can do. I mean, you Yeah, can. I tried. Yeah. I, I tried to help. But uh, really, I, I really think I could have got the dog because I got him to come up and actually sniff my hand. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I'm like, just ready to jump on him and then and then she starts screaming again oh that's like, traumatic fuck. too like when you see a dog running like i always i will mm-hmm. pull off to the side of the road and try and get you know like animals in my heart and like take them somewhere yeah <coughs> yeah i mean it, you know it, it was it was definitely a scary thing but um hmm. yeah and i'm glad it wasn't what i thought it was when i ran out the door though yeah jeez like, girl but then you went back in and watched more and then i watched more left for dead <laughs> you mean walking dead? Or, i mean walking dead yeah i'm sorry <laughs> walking dead not left for dead <laughs> I had to watch the second one. Yeah, oh, it w- it was good. Yeah. I think it gets. I think it gets better in the second one. Okay. Yeah, and I mean it's quite a production. Like with how many extra zombies they have, like there's there's a lot of people involved in filming one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. So it was. It, just, it kept throwing me off though. I mean, like, and I'm not saying anything disparaging because like. Most zombie movies are the same. You know, most good mm-hmm. stories are the same. That's why, and I'm not usually into zombie movies but that much. It's so much like 28 Days Later, though. Like, it threw me off, even, like, with the whole hospital scene, because that's what Cillian Murphy's character does at the beginning of it. Like, he wakes up, and everyone's abandoned the uh, hospital. And he wakes up. Yeah, you're right. It yeah, is. And he's just kind of wandering around trying to find people. And then, um, you know, he's finally found by two survivors, a, a father and his child, mm-hmm. which is exactly kind of, the, except for, you know, 28, day la- 28 Days Later, it's a girl. Yeah, but, no, but in this movie, you know, it's a guy and his son yep. who end up finding him and like nursing him back to health and everything. Yeah, I don't know, but it doesn't make. I mean, it's a great story. So I mean, to see it repeated, totally works. But at the same time, like the similarities were a little weird. That's weird. I wonder. I mean, and I'm completely unknowledgeable in this. I know most of our listeners are are very. Are, a lot of them are very. Uh, know all of this stuff about how these zombie movies came. And I know this one is from like a graphic novel. I think Walking Dead is. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, like based yeah, off Kelsey of that. Was saying it was a graphic novel. Okay, yeah. I wonder—is that what Twenty Eight Days is based off of too? Is it like the same type of thing? Or I'm not sure. I mean, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. either. Yeah, I'm not going to claim. I'm not going to claim to know. So yes, <laughs> you can make your corrections on this one, please, because because uh, yeah, I actually don't know. Um, but either way, I liked it. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely into it. See, I didn't understand what it was about at first because everyone's like The Walking mm-hmm. Dead on AMC, which I thought it was maybe some kind of documentary or something i didn't realize that it was an actual like tv show yeah like a zombie series yeah Yeah. i don't know it it was cool it was cool definitely into it so yeah did that afterward after the traumatic experience (laughs) well that just sounds incredible (laughs) yes (laughs) um but yeah so i don't know it seems like so much over the weekend yeah i know i'm like every monday i feel like i just need to get rest from the weekend Yeah. yeah yeah Cause I just couldn't sleep last night. Like I've just been having this like horrible cough, and so I like woke myself up all night coughing and like having fever dreams and stuff. Like I don't feel like I'm sick, but I just feel like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still like fighting something off, and then walking in the rain, you know, for 25 minutes, getting completely soaking wet, probably wasn't the best thing for me. That doesn't help things too it, much. I would think that it did. But that's why we're having a little bit of whiskey right now, though, because you know go. you got to warm up your core. It does. It's really it actually making my throat feel mm-hmm. really good. But you got to you got to fight frostbite. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's really easy to catch frostbite, but whiskey will will definitely help with that. It's certified medical advice from FunEmploymentRadio.com. Um, I was talking about how like you need to look at the silver lining of being sick when you have no health insurance because the coughing will give you great <laughs> app muscles. <laughs> really? You just need to look at the silver lining. Wow. Well, there you go. You're getting a workout, an yeah. unintended workout. 
I'm just saying, you know, like I can't, I can't afford all those. Uh, what do you call them? The antibiotics. Yeah. And you blah, know, things blah, that make blah. it the blah blah blah. So you know, <laughs> I have my my blanket and my whiskey. <laughs> just sweat it out. That's right. We are classy. Oh, we should put all of our stuff back over here again since the Halloween season is done. Oh, yeah. We cleared off our desk of uh, all of our little trinkets and dolls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and dolls. Uh, and d- bobbleheads. Yes, and bobbleheads. Yeah, we do. We need to We need to re- yeah. reorganize. We need to redesign. Mm-hmm. Um, well, should we, do, uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk since Let's we were talking it. about some sports? Yeah. I heard that our football team didn't do so well or our fantasy team didn't do very well. I will just say flat out our fantasy team sucks. It does. There's no. There's no getting around it. It. All we can hope to do we now tried. is spoil other people's week. That's true. Like that's what we're, we're this. We can play spoiler. Okay. Because we're not winning anything. All right. So we're not going for the win. We're going for ruining other people's good time. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Which is I just like as much that. fun. I almost more fun to me. I don't really care about winning. Just ruining somebody else's good day. <laughs> <laughs> You're evil. Ah, you know. Hey, it's fun. Do you like ET or Gizmo better? Like as what? I don't know. As weird creatures. Well, Gizmo's which, cuter. Which, yeah. Was, would you pick Gizmo over E.T.? For what? As a pet. <laughs> I don't know. If you could keep one of them, which one would you keep? Well, I would definitely keep E.T. You you would? you pick E.T. over Gizmo? Yeah, because I couldn't... I I can't keep my computer dry, let alone a little fuzzy thing that might turn into an evil monster. Uh, that's true. That would be hard, but... E.T. has magic, too. He can repair flowers. This is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, those benefits are definitely there. But then you have to worry about, though, his people. Like, we, we don't know if he's nice or not, like his people that show up. Well, we know E.T.'s nice. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he has they a just... big heart. He has a glowy red heart, whereas, you know, Gizmo's the cutest thing ever, but at the same time, like, you get a sprinkle of water and it turns into an evil monster. I just can't have that kind of responsibility, which is why I will not be having the children. But then you have the responsibility to deal with E.T. I mean, he turns all white and, like, creepy death thing, and then, you know, the aliens could be pissed off if you... If you don't feed him enough, well, or no, he was a he was a white creepy death thing because wasn't he sick? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like I would just keep but him not sick. But that's kind of your fault, though. Why it's would kind it be of my fault? kind of whoever's fault. Well, obviously they're not taking care of him, right? Because who knows how to take? No, care but of No, but I would take care of him. You know what? That also would involve like maybe getting water on him from time to time, which I would just not take that gamble with Gizmo. Yeah, but Gizmo, at least you have like written out rules. So you understand exactly, you know, what you can and can't do. Don't feed him after midnight. Although it did always bother me because they never explained when you can start feeding yep, him again. I know. Yeah, uh, that bothers me every day. Like I think what, about it. I think about it at least is it once. Daylight? Week. Yeah. Is, is it, it after 6 a certain time? And why is it midnight? Why, why is it what's, midnight? What's midnight? Have and is it midnight it? Eastern Standard Time? Does it have something to do with the moon? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yep. Yeah. No, I've given this a lot. Mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I just I cannot deal with those rules. Like. Yeah. Okay. I admit uh, that and is. And he is too cute because what if he's like really hungry and then you know like and then but it's Gizmo's smart though. Time. Gizmo knows he's not going to do it. He's not going to eat after midnight because he knows what happens. Mm, he doesn't want to turn into a gremlin. Yeah, I know. I understand. But sometimes, you know, obviously he did and he couldn't help him. He couldn't help it. I still think, though, but he's so cool and you can teach him to say things and all that kind of stuff. I think You can teach E.T. to say things. Yeah, but he's all creepy and scaly and weird looking not- with his neck like rises up like that. And then and then just, I'm sorry, the, the threat of of uh, alien apocalypse, alien annihilation is, is a lot. Okay, but Gizmo, if you, what if it's raining? What if he has yeah. to go out and use the bathroom? You don't really see his bathroom habits. Like, what does he have? A litter box? You can't just avoid it, especially if you're living in Portland, Oregon. Well, what does ET? What does ET do? I don't know, but he can get wet. How does that work with Gizmo's own? Does urine count? Or is it just water? Is there not enough of a water content in there? Why is it? Our <laughs> room's making that? making <laughs> weird noises. Weird. 
I don't know. Yeah, it, no, that's the thing. It's, it's like kind I don't of a like conundrum though, because at least Gizmo is of this of the Earth, technically, kind of. Uh, I mean, ET. Now, if he were nice and you could trust him, maybe you get to go like on a ride on the spaceship. I don't but I don't know why you don't trust ET. You're like the only person in the world that doesn't trust ET. I don't know. I don't know what his what his intentions are. What what were they doing here in the first place? He got abandoned. Why they were, were they taking here? Samples. Yeah, samples. And he got for left what? behind. Why were they taking samples? If we could find an alien planet and take samples from their planet, it doesn't mean that we necessarily want to destroy them all. Yeah, but uh, that's just they're smarter than us. They discovered us before we discovered them. How long until they decide they want to take some samples from a human? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean they come back and they mean. get ET. And they leave everybody alone. Oh, for the time being. For the time being, I yeah. I think ET2 is where that's the apocalypse. ET2, Revenge of the ETs or whatever. Oh, really? I, mean, I like never that. saw that one. I'm just saying I think that's how the story would have played out. There's a, I'm not going to say it would have. It, it wouldn't would've. be ET2, Revenge of the Apocalypse? That doesn't even make any sense. Well, th- no, the... Uh, I didn't say reve- revenge of the ETs, whatever their name is. We don't even know what their name is. We don't know what their intentions are. So we don't know what the little gremlins are called. Well, I know that Gizmo's a good guy, though. You can tell that from him. Yeah, you can tell, but you can't control him. <sighs> there are too Gizmo's many trustworthy, though. Gizmo's trustworthy. You know I, what? You can't trust something that can't trust itself. Um, <sighs> the things that he's done in the past were because he had no control over what was happening. He is not capable of controlling the outer environment to make sure that these things don't happen to him. Yeah, I, I admit it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility, but at least that's on you, and that's not on I don't want that responsibility on me. But I can't trust an E.T. I don't know what his intentions are. I mean, he seems like he's a nice guy. He's done sure. nothing but, but heal here's the other people. thing. Here's the other thing, though. How is he going to feel after he gets back on that ship and he tells all those other ones about, yeah, all these scientists stuck me in a little tube and then they basically killed me? And then, you know, Maybe somehow I came back to like life. That. Maybe he's just ultimately good and he's not going to dwell on the bad things. And he realizes that Elliot and his friends actually helped save his life. So instead of turning the entire E.T. population against the humans, because he knows that you have to sacrifice Elliot, who is like his best friend in the entire world, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, he'll select and choose, you know, who he's going to save. But, I mean, maybe he's just like us. Screw these no, guys. No, but he doesn't have the, the power to, to choose who he is because he's just kind of the pauper to his race. Obviously, he wasn't the most important person. That's the other thing so he's not the brightest so they you know they clearly they didn't even know how to find him so i don't know this seems like a pretty ignorant race of aliens i don't know what uh, i don't know what to well, trust if they're on ignorant, there. then you shouldn't be scared of them no but that's the thing they're clearly more powerful than us that makes them even scarier no they aren't because they're obviously not that powerful if it took them that long to find et he was there for a substantial amount of time well yeah well seeing that's why it's scary about it they can't find their own but yet they have all this like huge giant ships where'd they get all this technology maybe somebody just gave that to them they don't know what they're doing they're gonna you know blow us all up okay gremlins or like uh fucking gizmo turns into a gremlin with water that's scarier to me like, yes, what, what okay. made that happen? What okay. made that, like, you might say it's of the earth, but what of the earth do you know that turns evil once water touches it? This is true. Okay, yeah, the, the, giz, the water Gizmo thing is, is scary. also an alien. The water thing is scary. It's just a cuter package. No, I think he's just some weird Chinese animal from the middle of the forest. A weird Chinese animal that yeah. turns into an evil blood-sucking gremlin when it gets a speck of water on it. True. Okay, no, no, actually just multiplies when he gets water on it. It's the feeding after midnight. That's the problem. That's where the issue is. <gasps> You're right, they look like little tribbles. Yeah, but yeah, then you have. Kinda. But yeah. then okay, so then all right, riddle me this: there's uh-huh. only one ET. There is always a possibility for Gizmo or any of those to like multiply. So you might be committing to one animal, but if you get a drop of water on it, all of a sudden you're taking care of seventeen. Imagine the guilt if something happened to that. Well, you wouldn't have time to do anything else. I'm sure you know if you had if there's too many. There could be a little population. No, control. it's just like somebody who has too many children. Like you can't control the goodness. Well, not of kids. Them. Obviously, you can't put down a kid. I'm, but just, I'm saying just saying Gizmo saying... might be good, but like the little subsets of Gizmo that are created from the drop of water who knows which is why the evil ones were created in the first place because Gizmo didn't intend 
for them to be evil, yet they turned out to be because he had no control over it. Yes. Okay, okay, I'll give you that, but Gizmo <laughs> as himself, pretty cool. Oh, no, he's awesome. I want a Mogwai. No, me what too. what I'm saying. I think but I can handle the But if I had to pick between the two, I would, I would go with E.T. And he likes Reese's Pieces. He does like Reese's Pieces. I do like Reese's Pieces. I'll give him that. Mm, I don't know. He doesn't say yeah. Okay. Well, I obviously we're not going to come to a resolution on this. Let's just agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, How the, why the fuck did that just happen? I don't even know why that came into my head. I was thinking about Mogwais. <sighs> what were we doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> In no way do I think that we're not... This is a rational discussion. Everyone thinks of these things. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. All right, NBA news. The Blazers beat Toronto on Saturday night, but they lost to the Lakers last night. Bad. They got spanked. They got their asses kicked by the Lakers. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Um, So the Blazers, it's up and down already, and we're only what like six games into the season, I think. Maybe seven games. So what and, is it? Three and three? Four and two? Uh, they are f- five and three, I believe. So maybe it's eight games. I, I'm, I'm not... Honestly, I, I can't remember exactly what the record is, but I think it's I think it's five and three. Um, so, you know, still winning, but uh, eh, losing to the Lakers that bad <laughs> proves that we are not ready yet. Hopefully, you know, there's a lot of the season left, so there's nothing to get too worried about. But uh, as of right now, we're not ready to compete with the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're not. Um, but hopefully that's gonna. Hopefully this will put a, put a scare into them and they'll start picking it up, get a little better. That's all I have to say about that. All right, and that's all I gotta say that's about that. That's all I have to say about that one. Um, so anyway, NBA news. They play do play tomorrow, so uh, probably be watching that game. Um, baseball news. Uh, the Mets clubhouse manager Charlie Samuels is now under investigation. By the New York Police Department for allegedly betting on baseball. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, allegedly, he was part of some kind of an organized gambling ring. And he would provide inside information, uh, as well as tips on, on his own players and like other players. It's like an organized prostitution ring or something. An organized gambling ring. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, it's kind along of the same lines. Uh, but, uh, well, not. It's probably the same type of people, though. Um, but so anyway, he's uh, he is under investigation. So if this if he is convicted of this, obviously he's going to be kicked out of baseball probably for life, like a la Pete Rose. And uh, he was also allegedly taking um, wrote che- wrote checks on the Mets account to cover his gambling debts. So he was stealing money from the Mets to pay his gambling debts. Oy. Yeah, it's just bad all around mm-hmm. with this thing. So he's uh, he's going to be getting uh, getting in trouble for all kinds of things. Oh yeah, the other one was. Uh, under investigation for skimming money on the hotel rooms he ordered for players uh, when he was the team's traveling secretary. So he'd, like, overcharge for the hotel room or something and then just pay himself the difference. I knew somebody who used to do that who was in charge of uh, the rent for the apartment that he lived in. Really? Mm-hmm. And the other roommates didn't know? Nope. Oh. It was evil. I mean, I always looked at it as evil. Other people looked at it as an entrepreneur. But no, I that is not an entrepreneur. Friends. No, that is not something you do to your roommates. That's, that's lying. That is... A scam. That's not an entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah. That's there was a set. There was a set amount that he had to pay, and then he would tell them that it would be more, and so he'd charge them. Also, basically, he was getting paid to live in his house. Fuck. And that. then ended up saving really? up a bunch it of money. Really, it paid over. It paid enough that it paid his rent. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that. No, that is not an entrepreneur. That's an asshole and uh, mm-hmm. illegal. Yeah, that's 
Well, I'm sure there's some kind of law that could be written on yeah. that. But well, he has plenty of money now, though. So I mean, it really worked out for him. Wow. Nah, I hate it when assholes get ahead. Yeah. Um, I know. I was always just yeah. I was always pretty floored about it. That is. That's. That's just. And these are like good wrong. friends. Of, good friends re- of his too. I hope I'm they're like, not still you? good friends. I don't think they ever found out about it. Really? Mm-hmm. But then I'm not oh. good friends of them, uh, like good enough friends with them to have ever told them. No, what? It's not really my business because they choose to, you know, live where they want. Okay, it's one thing if, if you, I mean, like <laughs> I own the house. <laughs> that I'm in. No, 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 I mean, because that bothers me. They were renting this house. Yeah, they were renting, but he had been there at this house, a uh, particular house, the longest. So he was in charge of mailing the rent check to. And the he landlord. just told them it was something else, and then paid himself. Yeah. Well, he. Um, no, that's not cool. Like I own my house, I can set the rent, and I'll tell them, you know, this is how much the rent is. I don't mm-hmm. have to divulge what, yeah. what I pay. But he did not own the house. Mm, no, that's not. That's not cool. That's well, bad. It paid off for him at the end. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, <laughs> also in baseball news, Brian Wilson. So Brian Wilson is the guy who was on the Giants. Um. He's the closer, but he also dyed his beard black for the playoffs. I don't know if you saw any pictures of him. I don't think I did. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, get one so you can take a look. He's just, he's got this big beard that's completely dyed black. But I guess he's um I guess he's a pretty funny guy and there's a petition going on right now to get him to host SNL. And allegedly Lauren Green has said that he is seriously considering having him host it. Awesome. So so yeah, it should be uh, I better be Lauren Green. Lauren Michaels. Why did okay. I just say Lauren? Wow. Who's that? Lauren Green was the guy who was on uh the original Battlestar Galactica. He was a Dama. Where did that come from? I think it's because every time I see the name Lorne, that's instantly what comes into my head. He also, uh, I th- it wasn't Wildlife. Oh, he had a Wildlife show that he was the voice of. Lorne Michaels, not Lorne Green. May he rest in peace. Uh, anyway, Lorne Michaels. All right, NFL news. D- Dallas Cowboys fans um, are now... <laughs> A little upset at their team. They're one and seven, but their coach has just been fired. So uh, Wade Phillips is out as the Dallas Cowboys coach. Uh, no word on who they're going to replace with him. And then there's this incident that happened yesterday. So I don't know in all your football watching if you saw this happen, but the Miami Dolphins were playing the Baltimore Ravens yesterday. I saw part of that game, but I didn't watch the whole thing. Did you see the incident that occurred? I don't think or so. Or post game? Okay. Uh, well, there's a Miami Dolphins linebacker Channing Crowder. Um, Got into kind of a little uh, a yelling and shouting match with uh, the fullback for the Baltimore Ravens, LaRon McLean. And after the game, Channing Crowder was uh, giving an interview, and they were asking, you know, why are you so upset about LaRon McLean? And uh, these are his words. LaRon McLean spit in my face. He spit in my face, and if he ever comes to Miami, he's got to see me. So, um, And I took a look at the footage of it, and it does look like when they're yelling that he lit- LaRon McLean literally spit in his face. Really? Like he bobs his head and just leans back. and Like it's not close enough to where you can see the spit, but it sure looks like he spit. Yeah. I mean, it really does. And uh, the thing is, this Crowder guy, though, was really upset. I'm going to read some of, uh, some of the stuff that he said, and there's one thing in particular that he really... Sh- probably shouldn't have said um but he starts off saying but LaRon McLean spit in my face he spit in my face that's some real horse shit so if you talk to him go tell him if he ever comes to Miami he's got to see me uh um then they you know he, he goes on talk, complaining about this thing and um then he says oh lord this is him referring to uh to the Baltimore Ravens what they were saying uh, so he says, then they said, referring to the Baltimore Ravens, something about how they let the Dolphins get away with the face mask to play the, f- the play before. Who the fuck cares? A guy just spit in my face. I don't give a damn about Carlos pulling somebody's face mask like they didn't see Chad Henney get hit twice when he slid. Yeah, a little Stevie Wonder and Anne Frank. 
And the the uh, reporters I asked, don't understand. I'm assuming the Stevie Wonder thing meant that he saw, thought he was blind. I get, the, I get that, but I mean, the Anne, and, uh, Anne the re- Frank? And the reporters uh, actually asked what the Anne Frank reference meant as well, and Crowder replied, Who is that? Is that the blind girl, Helen Keller? I don't know who the fuck Anne Frank is. I'm mad right now. Fuck it. I'm not as swift as I usually am. So, apparently mixed... Number one, you should be making those references anyway. Number two, he mixed up Anne Frank and Helen Keller. And uh, according to Mr. Crowder, he doesn't know who the fuck Anne Frank is, but he's mad. Wow. Yeah. Classy guy. I'd be pissed off, too, if somebody spit in my face, but uh, really... (laughs) Watch yeah, your to, references when you're yeah uh, to like to yeah to pull up references like that just because you're <laughs> mad. The fact that he doesn't know who Anne Frank is. Well, just sounds like a, a little baby temper tantrum. <laughs> it it kind of was. I mean, like I said, understand getting pissed, but geez, dude, wow, smart guy. All right, uh, moving on in ball talk. So um, Tim Tebow. Something, uh, of course, we've never heard of who Tim Tebow is. Of course not. Never. No one ever talks about Tim Tebow. And uh, because of that, he has decided that he is uh, going to write a memoir about his life. Of course, he's all of, I think, 22 right now. And uh, it's going to be called Through My Eyes. That's just creepy sounding. Yes. Yes, it is. And in a statement, I guess HarperCollins has already picked it up. Oh, he's 23, excuse me. He's, and Tim Tebow said that his book would be a story of faith, family, and football. And inspiring people to fulfill their dreams. So, Tim Tebow, obviously an inspiration to people is all over the world. Is his mother going to be his co-writer? I his ghostwriter? I would not be surprised if his mother is heavily involved in this thing. Um, and uh, probably he's still a virgin, too. I know that's what he always claimed, although I haven't heard him make any of those claims now. Dude, I had friends who were in a Christian rock band who claimed to be virgins, and I have friends who have fucked them. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Well, And they were very famous, too. Yeah. You never know with this guy. I, I don't never, know. It's just somebody's word. Like, somebody's saying something because they're trying to fulfill something. Jamie Lynn Spears said she was going to be a fucking virgin until she was married, <laughs> and there she is knocked up at 16. Like, yeah, that didn't really work out. You know, they're saying something, and then there's, you know, doing it. I Reality. Just, yeah. uh, which, once again, I complained about this before. What a waste of fame and fortune if you're not out, you know, doing what you can do. I mean, that, that's an opportunity not many people have on his level. Saying it's a waste if he's not uh, taking advantage of that. Moving on, University of Oregon college basketball news. So, University of Oregon, of course, always in the news for their. Uh, I mean, their uniforms are always something uh, that are talked about. They're the Oregon Ducks football team uniforms. Mm. You know well, what I'm they have talking all that about? Nike money and shit, right? They have exorbitant Nike money. Yeah, I mean, so much Nike. They're the ones money. with the lights in their uh, locker room that mimic the light outside, so that it isn't it doesn't bother their eyes when they go out to the field. Yes, I mean, and it is true. Oregon's Oregon football department, especially their athletic facilities, are better than the most of the NFL facilities. So, I mean, they they're far and away. They have so much money. I mean, when you have a billionaire backing you. It's insane the kind of stuff that they have, and you know they always have the fancy new uniforms, Nike uniforms. They have like, I think it's like twenty some different combinations they can use. I remember you saying they change them like every time. Mm-hmm. Every time it's a different uniform. Damn. But now some of this money is uh, going into the basketball department. So they have a new arena that's being built right now. Actually, it's, I think they're going to open it uh, this season. And one of the things they're doing is with the floor. So. They're kind of trying to be what I think is the Boise State of college basketball. And Boise State, of course, is famous for having an all-blue field. 
Oh, I remember, yeah, seeing that. Well, Oregon's uh, court, and I didn't realize you could do this. I thought there were regulations on what you can do with your court, but apparently not. So Oregon's new court, and we'll put a picture of, of this up at funemploymentradio.com. It is... Uh, how to describe it It's basically It's set up So it looks like It's a bunch of silhouettes Of giant trees Surrounding the center Which is uh, Which is almost A white color With a giant O In the middle and So It's it's like a design It's a pattern Showing giant fir trees And then it says I believe it says Deep in the woods Which is supposed to be I guess intimidating To uh, opposing Opposing teams That looks like It's all like Scratched up that's what I thought too when I first saw it. It doesn't even it. look like a pattern. When I first saw, it, I actually I thought it was just a bad picture. I, I thought was they like, were oh, just like happened. sanding it down or something. Mm-hmm. No, that is how it's going to look. It looks like it's scratched up. I mean, and if you do look close, yeah, it is. It is a bunch of trees on there. Um, but and I guess they're doing this in in uh, in honor of the Oregon the Tall Furs, which was the Oregon, Oregon Ducks team that won the national championship in 1939. So yeah, mm. they're, they're reaching all the way back to 1939, and they were uh, nicknamed, I guess, the Tall Furs. So it's a reference to that, and then it says, yeah, deep in the woods on it. So that's supposed to be very intimidating for opposing teams to come into uh, into Oregon, and also in honor, you know, of our forests. And deep in the woods. Deep in the woods. Oh, we're deep in the woods. So I, I'm honestly, I've been kind of a fan of some of the stuff Oregon does. I think it's you know, it's good or bad. Some of the uniforms it does does bring a lot of attention to the team, and it is flashy, and you're trying to get. Younger players to come to the team who want to be, you know, something new and hip. Um, this is just ugly. <laughs> it's what it is. I'm not opposed really to them doing something hideous. to the to the floor or whatever, but I, I really don't like. It just looks bad because it, it looks like it's an unsanded basketball court. Mm-hmm. It just looks unfinished. So, but are those like Greek letters or something underneath the O too? <sighs> like, what's going on there? You know, I don't. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, it looks like Pi Alpha Pi, but yeah, I I don't. I'll have to look that up. Uh, honestly, I, like I, a, I didn't even notice that. Maybe it's a pillar or something. Yeah, I, I hadn't noticed that part, so I'm not sure what that's. It's not sure back what that's to 1939. Yeah, yeah. Well, deep in the woods, the Oregon basketball team. You can see it at funemploymentradio.com. Uh, all right, it's time to talk about my college football predictions. So, uh, you know, TCU played Utah. Uh-huh. I can't remember exactly who I said was going to win. I think you do. I might have said Utah. Oh, yeah, for an upset, right? Yeah. Yeah, how was that? Are you upset? I was mildly incorrect on this one by the tune of uh, 47-7. to (laughs) I got to say, TCU, all honesty, damn, they are way better than they thought they were. Mm. Like, they are actually a really... I mean, I knew they were good, but they just destroyed Utah. <laughs> I don't even think the seven. I don't even think Utah scored the seven points until late in the second Didn't half. Didn't the Seahawks get destroyed yesterday too? Yeah, they lost too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that by like forty something. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what the final score was, but they lost too. But uh, the Seahawks were not uh, not as good in the NFL as Utah was supposedly in college football. But no, TCU destroyed them. They look. They are a damn good team. So I don't know. Congratulations to TCU. I was mildly incorrect on losing that Which one. Which means wrong. So that's uh, zero and. Four. How many did you make? Four? I made three. <coughs> so zero and three so far. No. Next up. No, zero and one. I only lost one so far. Okay, zero and one. Number 15, Arizona at number 13, Stanford. Of course, Stanford, uh, a lot of people considering them one of the best teams in the nation, but a lot of people considering Arizona, you know, number 15, I figured that Arizona was due. I thought they they were going to fight through some of the things, the problems they had earlier in the season. And uh, Were you right? That's mildly incorrect on that one. <laughs> 
Zero and two. Uh, that's I rooted against the smart kids and the smart kids. Uh, smart kids. <clears throat> they scored more points, so I was mildly incorrect. Well, I mean, I think that's how winning kind of works. Well, they they put more more points on the board uh, than Arizona. You know, close. You know, it, c- it could have gone either way. We'll just count that one as a wash. Oh uh, no, I think it's a zero and two. No, but well, I'm sure the third one. Number twenty one Baylor at number seventeen Oklahoma State. And yes, I was correct. Oklahoma State wins. Oh wow, you so picked the going team that was higher on ranked. That's like that's crazy. Can't believe you're right. Going out on a high note. Obviously, a lot of people thought Baylor was just going to be the upset. They, they were the Stanford of uh, the Big Twelve, and no, they were wrong. Guess who was right? This guy, number seventeen, Oklahoma State, pulling out the win once again. Correct as usual so in it's my one predictions. And two. It's thirty-three percent. That isn't even a grade. Well, incorrect. Passing. I don't know how they did it in Monmouth Independence. Where I went to school, thirty-three wasn't quite a passing. Well, grade. it's not a it's not a no grade where they you know just eliminate. Is it? Yes. No, and that counts because you at least attended. No, it counts for something. It's all in the statistics. It all balances out balances out in the end, and so that's really it's it's more football math that I think it's probably just best left. We'll just leave it as it is. <coughs> um, Oregon State at UCLA. I have one more thing to say. Oregon State. Oregon State lost 17 to 14. Oregon State is uh it's a down year. Yeah. Uh, it's turning out to be a down year Not for Oregon doing State. So hot. No, we shouldn't lose to UCLA. We shouldn't have lost to Washington. We're better than that, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oregon State having a bit of a down year. Um normally they're like a 9 to 10 win a, a season team. They have been. And uh, and I, I don't they're not going to get there this year. Okay. But they're better than Washington State, and that's all that matters. Oh, stop it. Where just because you're failing at what you're predicting doesn't mean you have to take me down with you. I'm not talking about your beavers. I believe uh, I believe it's Washington State and Oregon State uh, playing this weekend. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bets are on. Bets are on. We'll have to come up with something. All right. All right. And finally, in ball talk, <laughs> two words that I never thought would come out of my mouth, but this is the, uh, this is the title of the story. <coughs> Chinese genitals. Come again. Chinese genitals. <laughs> so there's a story now in the Yangtze Evening Post about um, a new scouting method that this uh, this uh, Chinese, uh, I believe they're talking about soccer, soccer coach has developed for recruiting young Chinese soccer stars. And um, this coach has said, and this is these are his words, on how he's uh, how he's deciding a player's potential ability and future, you know how how they can uh, evolve into being a good player. And we're talking about younger boys. He says that genital genital examination is necessary. Looking at a boy's penis size and shape can give you an idea of his hormone level. Boys with short, thick genitals and tight scrotums are good for football playing. So, um, <laughs> seriously. He said that his uh, his methods are related to a condition called congenital testicular dysplasia, which imbalances hormone levels and makes playing professional sports difficult. So he apparently wants to in- examine... The genitals of everybody who would play for him. Of every young boy to determine if they're going to be end up being a good football that player. That is so creepy. Yes, I'm it sorry, is. I'm having a coughing attack over here. You okay? Yeah. You need a drink of water? Yeah. You want to go get a drink of water? 
<laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying. I'm no. actually asking you. Don't force yourself. I'll, I'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, there's not much more I can say about Chinese no, genitals anyway. Story. No, there's not much. I want to hear more about Chinese genitals. <laughs> Oh, that's all I needed. Just someone cut that out and please send that into funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, Chinese genitals! <laughs> right here on Ball Talk. Cutting edge stories, news uh, that you need to know. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I think that being around that um, fire pit. Oh, all that smoke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your throat was already screwed uh, up. And that bar really was. It was like it was filled with campfire yeah. smoke. No, I'm good. Um, we just I'm went good. in there because they had a fire so we could try to warm up it. Yeah. All right. You're okay? I'm good. All right. I'm good. Might have to co- pause for some coughing, but other than that, I'm okay. Okay. No problem. I think maybe a little bit more whiskey would help. Well, that's, that's you know, usually the the best way to do mm-hmm. it. It's like the cowboys used to. <laughs> I mean, that's how they survived, you know, being out there on the range. Exactly. They survived without... It, yeah. They're out in the pouring rain mm-hmm. and, the, and smoky campfires. And what did they do? That's true. They drank whiskey. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for whiskey. If that it wasn't for so them, true. you know, they didn't have it. There wasn't a doctor. There wasn't a clinic to go visit. You know, you power through it. That's why cowboy spritzes were so boots prevalent. Today. See? Leather boots smelling mm-hmm. like campfire, drinking some whiskey. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling better already. See? We're, I'm wearing jeans like modern chaps, you know, pretty much. Modern chaps. I don't know. Really? I, well, I have my ho- my uh, bike, which is my horse. I am pretty much am. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> I pretty much decided. So you can't make me laugh because that's what makes me laugh. <laughs> All right. Well, we should, uh, we should say one other thing, too. Um... Uh, about one of our fine sponsors, which is audible.com. So if you go to funemploymentradio.com, and it really is, it's very cool if you haven't done this yet, go to funemploymentradio.com, and there's an audible link right there uh, on the right-hand side now, right to the right of the post, and click on that, and you'll automatically get a free book with a free 14-day trial. So it doesn't even cost you anything to try it out, um, and you'll still get a free audio book, which, uh, which are amazing. Um, so, I mean, I'd definitely go there and check that out. I may look up on there, actually, to see if 28 Days uh, Later was a was If a it book. was a book? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Because if they have it, it's probably be a really good novel. Um, but yes, audible.com, and just go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on that, and uh, we would greatly appreciate it, and you'll do yourself a favor. Okay. Um, I'm going to have some more whiskey. Let's see if we can get through this. Oh, God, I'm trying not to cough. Didn't. I'm good. I'm a pro. You can handle it. I can handle it. Oh, I thought that I'd shaken the cough, but alas, that does not mean to be true. So, onward and upward. I have my water, I have my whiskey, and a crazy mouse pad. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. First up, Madonna's in the news. Not for anything interesting, of course, but I found the story to be a little hilarious, so pleased to be listening. The mother of Madonna's latest boy toy yesterday was talking to a tabloid about her astonishment when her son told her who he was dating. So uh, sh- this woman, who's the mother of Brahim Zaibat, who is uh, Madonna's latest conquest, said she received a phone call from her 24-year-old son about his new 52-year-old girlfriend. Oh. Yes, he said, I've got myself a new girlfriend. And it was love at first sight, said the dancer. Yes, they have been together, much to his mother's astonishment, who, with his mother at the ripe old age of 44 years old, is eight years younger than her son's girlfriend. So the mother basically probably grew up a Madonna fan, and now Madonna's banging her son. Yes. Oh. that's well, she said, Yeah, she actually does say, Madonna was already a big star when I was a schoolgirl, and, and I was a fan of her. 
let alone when my son was growing up, the whole situation is very strange. <laughs> yes, it is strange. <laughs> and it's she's also 52 dating a 24-year-old. That's that's a little strange. It's it's a little odd. That's a that's a little out of the norm. I don't Madonna to me she really just isn't that hot anymore. Mm-mm. I mean, she there was something kind of alluring. But I never thought she was like drop dead beautiful or anything like that. There was something kind of alluring to her up and even to into her forties. Oh yeah. But now she just and this is nothing against older women. It's just Madonna looks used. Mm-hmm. She's, she's just used up. Isn't that what uh, Guy Ritchie said? Is that she was like making love to Gristle? Yes. Yeah. That's right. He did say something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's uh, just no. No. Twenty-four-year-old well, Zybot met a uh, fifty-two-year-old Madonna in September when he was dancing at the launch of her new line of clothes at Macy's in New York City. <laughs> After she met him, she invited him out, and observers say it was love at first sight. They've become regulars at many dance clubs around the cities, and they also share VIP areas everywhere, and also Fiji mineral waters. While they cuddle and kiss in the corners of the nightclubs. That's like their bonding thing is to share Fiji mineral waters? Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't understand what your, what the allure is of going to a club like that and then just sitting there and drinking water and watching everybody. Maybe because they're doing something else. I don't oh, know. that's all true. I, yeah. All okay. I know is okay. that, makes people, a, that makes a little more sense. If, if you see people at nightclubs just drinking water. Yeah, they're doing something. Yeah. However, the relationship is not without its many obstacles. Zybot's English is far from fluent while Madonna does not speak a word of French. And like his mother, Zybot doesn't even like Madonna's music very much. Really? (laughs) He's also a devout 24-year-old Muslim who, according to his mother, prays to Allah a number of times a day and shuns alcohol and cigarettes. Well, he must be quite devout if he's dating a 52-year-old white woman who proclaims to be part of some Jewish sect. Quite devout. It's love, Greg. Love knows no boundaries. He does think that they're very much in love and their age doesn't make a difference. And he's hoping to bring her home for the holidays to introduce her to his mother. <laughs> That's just creepy and weird. It is. In other news, at Dateline Eden, North Carolina, breaking up seems hard to do for a Rockingham County man. The Sheriff's Department said that a young man by the name of Alan Turner faces breaking and entering charges after deputies found him hiding in a crawl space under his former mother-in-law's house. She's just creepy. <laughs> Authorities say that his ex-wife was staying at the house, and he tried to awaken her yesterday morning by throwing acorns at the glass window panes, but it did not wake her up. A sheriff's deputy said that his ex-wife then got a text message that Alan left her, saying that he parked his car down the street because he ran out of gas, but he's nowhere around the neighborhood. She discovered he'd actually entered the house through an unlocked window after looking outside. He then called his ex-wife and said he got a ride home and left, but deputies searched the house and found him... In a sleeping bag in the crawl space. Wow. He was jailed with a $1,500 bond. It wasn't clear or not at the point whether or not he had an attorney. <laughs> I've got some winners today. <laughs> hey, so we all love uh, speed cameras, don't we? Yay! <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, it's with me. Well, Zinga. bad news for all of you guys who like to run your red lights. Unfortunately, now there might be some speeding cameras coming out that can also check to see if you are wearing your seatbelt whether or not your insurance is current, and call the police all by itself. So it's just a little machine that they can stick on the side of the room. It's called the ASSET, which is an abbreviation for the Advanced Safety and Driver Support for Essential Road Transport. Uh, So they're spending uh, 7 million pounds. Let's see, this is overseas, but they're talking about bringing this to the States in about six months. So um, basically, this is just going to be a machine that's going to be sitting on the side of the road. 
It can naturally tell how fast you're going if you're speeding, take a picture of you and your license plate number. It can also look at the status of your insurance, tell if you're wearing a seatbelt, ding you if it sees you tailgating, and all the while just sitting there on the side of the road. There are too many things in that that are coincidental that there's just no way that thing would be able to tell that over a, over a human. Or not accurately. I mean, yeah, maybe it sees you close. Maybe that's because the person in front of you slammed on their brakes. Mm-hmm. You know, and you had to, you had to, I don't know. It's the beginning Let of how can, how can it tell if, a seat, if you're wearing a seatbelt? It's man versus the machine, Greg. What if you have a jacket over your, I don't know, that's like covering up part of the seatbelt that it's trying and to I register? I still have to argue that in court. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I know, I don't either. So yeah, once again, it can, yeah, clock your speed. Speeding ones I'm used to. But but it can look at you. Yeah, that's the thing. It looks as if you're wearing a seatbelt and judging if you're tailgating or not. And reading the the insurance information? Yep. No. Gets your name, gets your insurance, Mm -mm. gets your policy. No. No, that that seems like an invasion of privacy. Nope. So this is happening in the UK currently, and uh, it's slated to happen here in the United States sometime within a year. Ah. They're watching you. This is in Florida. This is in Monroe County. A Florida Keys teen was arrested Sunday evening after a home that was burglarized was found to have a computer still logged into his MySpace account. The sheriff's office said that a caretaker for the home reported a burglary when he was preparing to remove the hurricane shutters from the door and saw someone sitting in the living room couch. Deputies arrived at the home and found no one inside, but they did find the back window open, empty soda and food containers, some marijuana on a coffee table, and other trinkets missing from about the house. The deputies also found a bedroom computer turned on and logged into the MySpace account of Robert Roop, 18 years old, of wow. Big Copic Key, Florida. They have tracked him down. <laughs> Who robs a house and logs into their MySpace account? I don't account? know. Oh, I better update my MySpace right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm totally in this person's house. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm wild and crazy. I drank some sodas. <laughs> Gotta lose some comments on my buddy's page. Wow. <laughs> what a giant... What, what's the guy's name? <laughs> his name's Robert Rupp. I want to I wanna find his MySpace page. Ooh, yeah. I wonder if he has a, a Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally... I'm going to find it. Let's see. Robert. All right. So you look for that and I'll, I'll move on to the next story. Okay. Actual headline reads, A Smurf who launched a brutal attack on a Rastafarian in a nightclub is being hunted by the police. A Smurf who lost, launched a brutal attack on a Rastafarian in a nightclub is being hunted by police. Okay. The blue and white costumed reveler left his victim, victim needing stitches after beating him in a club after a party. Cops were called when trouble broke out following the fancy dress night at the Word Up Club in Greenock, which had been offering drinks for only a dollar. That always ends up well. Well, it's called the Word Up Club. That's usually that's okay. probably the kind of place I would want to hang out. That seems like that club downtown next to Kells. Yes. Like all the 18-year-olds hang out outside uh, of. Oh, yeah. What is that like Quest or something? Or it used yeah, to be Yeah, it that. used I, to be Quest. I remember go- I went to Quest when I was in high school. Yeah, that place looks a little creepy. Mm-hmm. So the 21-year-old victim that was beaten by the Smurf, who was dressed as a Rastafarian, was taken to the hospital in his costume where he had stitches put in his face wounds. Police are now appearing to, uh, are appealing for witnesses to track down the reveler dressed as a giant Smurf at the party. They're treating this very seriously, say the police. When police, when people are dressed up as cartoon characters, it's neither here nor there. We'll be making inquiries at the fancy... British are so weird. At fancy dress shops, but it would be better if the person responsible was to hand themselves in. People can resolve this quickly if they identify the person anonymously. 
The attack took place in the early hours of yesterday morning. I'm just going to keep on going. Do it. A 48-year-old man parked in his car in the front row facing the courthouse on Thursday, pulled down his shorts in front of a Pasco County Sheriff's Office detective and began masturbating. (laughs) When arrested on a charge of indecent exposure in public, the man, his name Richard Garcia of San Antonio, proclaimed his innocence and said he was just applying hemorrhoid cream to himself because his hemorrhoids had been acting up. Doctor's orders, (laughs) sir. When the sheriff's deputy looked at the bottle in his hand, he was able to determine that it was not hemorrhoid cream, but it was, in fact, KY warming jelly. <laughs> Garcia was released later that day from Pasco County Jail. I have a medical time. condition. And it can only be satisfied with KY looping warming jelly. Where, where was this at again? Uh, let's see. This was in uh, Pasco County, San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. I was making sure it wasn't Pasco, Washington. No. Um, it's not he my fault. Fixing- Fixing his hemorrhoids with KY Warming Jelly. <laughs> Doctor's orders. Oh, Greg. And finally, my favorite story of the day. Now I was really excited to find this one. So this has been everywhere. And um, yeah, I've been really looking forward to showing this to you. So I found this story. It's okay. the biggest one that we've had in a while. Really? Is so, Tila Tequila involved? No Tila Tequila, oh. but close. It's pretty big. Okay. So, uh, you know, the headline just says it all. I'm just going to play the audio. All right. So, um, all right, this is... All right, awesome just, audio. It's always yeah. good when there's audio. No, no, no. It's good audio. All right. So this story uh, is just breaking, and oh. this is a true story. I'm kind of excited. I actually don't know what this is. Yeah. It has been reported that in this fine country of ours, there is an animal... It's not Bigfoot news. No, it's not Bigfoot news. But <sighs> close enough. There is, in fact, reports of a cat that says nom 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 when it eats sour cream. What? <laughs> Wait. This, I sorry, repeat. This is this. <laughs> a cat says nom 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 when it eats spoonfuls of sour cream. This is the big story that's sweeping the nation right now. This is the big news that you have. I repeat. <laughs> a cat, I shit you not, says num 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 when it eats spoonfuls of sour cream. <laughs> this is a cat eating sour cream. This is a cat that says num 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 num. num. This is the big story of the day. This is the uh, this is the. I don't want you to miss. All right, so I mean, just if you are just tuning in now, I didn't want you to miss this. So there is, in fact, reports of a cat that says num 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 when it eats spoonfuls of sour cream. So this is the... Uh, this is a cat. Wow, this is really special news. This is really... 
Well, I mean, I know that this is really big stuff. It is. You know? I mean, it's breaking the barriers of everything that we've believed in. I mean, right. this cat is communicating with its human owner. People are going to question evolution at this point. I know. You know, I, I mean, creationism. All there's, there's lots of debates. I'm sure that are going to happen. Because oh, it's of this. it's going to like turn the world upside down. This is uh, this is huge news. I mean, you've really outdone yourself this time. This I know. is something. No, I work. I, I work hard for my money. So hard for it, honey. Yeah. If you'd like to watch more of this video, you can find it at funemploymentradio.com. You have to see it to believe it, folks. I didn't believe it. No, I, I still don't believe it. It's, this taken, is it's taken some time. Incredible. It's going to take me a lot of thinking and time to uh, really understand what it is that we're hearing. I know it's just like I revealed like a picture of like Bigfoot and I hanging out and having a beer together. Like It's pretty much that big a deal. It's pretty much that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to blow your mind so early in the week. I haven't uh, been to church in years, and I think I'm going to be stopping by as soon as we get done. I think I've you should. got a lot of stuff I'm questioning. It kind of makes you question your core beliefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the biggest beliefs I'm questioning right now is... Would you rather have Gizmo E.T. or this cat? Oh, touche, my friend. I think I know my winner. Oh, you got me in a pickle. That's real crazy. I didn't cough the whole time. I know. You did really good. Whew. Wow. That's uh I know. I'm stupid. <laughs> that's a lot of heavy news to take in. <laughs> don't make me laugh or else I'm going to start coughing. All right. Well, I seriously we... found that. I'm like, I don't know what I can do with this. But I actually I thought you had something. something, but yeah, I should have known. What do you mean? This isn't something? No, this is. Did you find this on YouTube or something? No, it was actually like a news story in one of the things that I go to. Really? And so it was because um, uh, one of the things, like, if, if you guys know this term, you know where I got this from, but they have a posting called Catterday. <laughs> so it's cat news on Saturdays that they put on there, which is <laughs> hilarious. And so this is a Catterday news. How many times has this thing been viewed on YouTube or, or wherever it is? Um, I don't know. It's on it's on the YouTubes. Well, I does this cat have a name? Oh, it doesn't say. Okay. Maybe if I double click on it, yeah. then I can find out. Because I, I think we may have found the new Paul the Octopus because this eclipses everything that we've ever thought about animals. Paul the I mean, Octopus. Paul. A lot of people were saying Okay, dolphins. it's had almost 2 million views. Seriously? <laughs> oh. Wow, oh there are God. so many dumb, dumb people, including, well, we're the ones playing. Um, it doesn't have the cat's name, though, unfortunately. Okay, well, I'm sure if with some investigations we might be able to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> we might, Greg, I don't know. We might be able to... Crack that code. Breaking news on Fun Employment Radio. Oh, that was accidental. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. Now I have Paul the Octopus in my head. Thanks. Paul the Octopus, Paul the Octopus, Paul the Octopus, we love you. You pick a winner. When you eat your dinner, Paul the Octopus, we love you. I think Greg and I might be delirious. And now it's like boiling hot in here, is it not? Yes. I've had wet pants that are now 
only damp, and it's hot, and I've been drinking whiskey, and now I'm a little confused. I haven't had that much whiskey either. It's not like I'm like Mm-mm. slamming whiskey or anything. Just a little, little confused. Just a little taste. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you would like to go to Fun Employment Radio and order yourself a t-shirt if you have not yet, I think the time is now. Because and I'm sorry, our, I've totally slacked. I'm going to get all of your stuff mailed off to you. We had some uh, technical difficulties that prevented our stuff being mailed out previously, but it will be mailed out at any We're at any our, moment Our bouncing tonight. back and forth illnesses. Um, but uh, it will. It is on its way, and uh, we will have that out to you. And you can place your order now at funemploymentradio.com if you'd like a T-shirt, a beer koozie, or maybe both, including a sticker and a button. All what right there. What a great Christmas gift. Absolutely. The time is now. A Christmas gift, a birthday gift, a bat mitzvah, whatever it is. It's, uh, it's something that's special and something that probably a lot of your friends don't have. Or if you just want to show off for yourself, maybe it's time to give yourself a gift. You've worked hard. You've been you've been spending days on end. You know you're earning your money. Why not uh, Why not just gift yourself a little something, like the gift of Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Wait, is that it? No, I think that's about it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it sunk in. So it was, that was an appropriate. I was trying to give it a pause, so that it would you know people would it would sink in and you know people would think about it before we started talking again. So that was a that was a planned pause. A pregnant pause. A pregnant pause. Yes. It wasn't dead air because there was still music underneath, but. Behind the scenes. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot Religious scholars will be studying this for years.